The Lake Forest Podcast is supported by viewers, listeners, and businesses just like you. Looking for the best pool supplies? Look no further than Doheny's Pool Supplies. With a history dating back to 1967, this family-owned business offers everything families need to keep their pools clean and sparkling from chemicals to equipment. Plus, customers enjoy free shipping on all orders. Visit Doheny's Pool Supplies today at doheny.com, D-O-H-E-N-Y.com to learn more. Forest Bluff Real Estate Team serves Illinois, Wisconsin, Lake Forest, and Lake Bluff. John Josephitis, Laura Lee Van Fleet, and of course, Michelle Parnell. Get a free market analysis now at forestbluffrealestate.com. For the best cannabis in the world, look no further than Iliad Epic Grow. Owned by Lake Bluff's own Rich Ruzich, they are a cannabis cultivation center focusing on hard-to-find small-batch products that will delight both the occasional user and Ganjier. When visiting Michigan, ask for it by name, Epic Products, Exceptional Process. For more information, email info at iliadgrow.com. Havy Communications has been helping first responders arrive safely since 1983. It's owned by Lake Forest own Mike Havy. Check them out at havycommunications.com. Are you looking for beer, wings, and swings in Lake Forest? Well, check out Duffer's Pub and their state-of-the-art golf simulators. This primo setup is the perfect place for your next corporate event. Yes, let your boss win. And of course, all the games will be on the TV and you'll never go hungry because the za and wings are scrumptious. Go to Duffer's Pub on Western Avenue now. We'd also like to say we're thankful for our Patreon supporters. Otto, John C., Helen, and Herrick. John Kerr. Hey P, how are you? Oh, fantastic, John. Talking to you, talking to you from Lake of the Ozarks, Missouri. Oh man, awesome! Oh I have, yeah, I have. I've been down there. I went to uh, I got a, a bachelor party there about 12, 10, 2009 or something during the uh, party cove. Right, uh, the yep, uh, the party yep, cove yep. there down there yeah yeah Yeah, good times huh it's just a little that way (laughs) okay awesome awesome so you awesome you got it so you got a property down there or just visiting visiting family uh come come down here once a year and uh it's funny to see uh all the american flags and the trump flags and uh just a different (laughs) vibe from illinois it's it's great it's great and and I know we're going to talk football, John, but we also have the debate tonight. Maybe I'll split some of this up. Do you have an a, a opinion on a debate, or we don't want to touch that? I mean, I guess it just kind of depends on what your audience wants to hear, right? I mean, I think there's going to be plenty of, of places where people can find opinions about about the debate. I mean, I I'm kind of curious just to to hear just to see if there's somebody who can you know, separate them or at least close the gap with, with Trump, you know, that's, yeah, yeah. that's, what I'm, you know, it seems like it's a, it's a foregone conclusion that he'll be the nominee, but um, I'm just, that's what I would be, or at least I'll be deep. I'll be DVRing it. I don't know if I'll, I'll be watching it live, yeah. but uh, that's kind of what I'm looking for is there some, whether it be DeSantis, whether it be Nikki Haley or uh, Braswami, whoever it is, somebody who can sort of close that gap a little bit and make this a little bit of a race as we, as we get more into the fall here. 
Well, John, I rely on people like you and my my uh, family to let me know because I can't watch Fox. I can't watch CNN. You know, it's it, it's somewhere in between and seven people going up. I'm disappointed in DeSantis after going to Florida and see all the stuff that he did that maybe he's taking credit for Jeb Bush. Um, if, if Trump could just the soccer moms don't want to vote for Trump. How do we fix that, man? I just want the policies. I want the horse. I don't care about the jockey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I look. He is. Um, I, I don't. I think it was one of the one of his of his pre one. Maybe it was in Manhattan. You know, through all the indictments that he's had this year, and I think he Trump. I'm talking about when. Yeah, when right, he, right. When he gave a comment, and I think he he turned to the cameras, whatever, and said, "Hey, they're." They're coming after you, but they got to go through me first. And I thought to me that was the most compelling. I mean, if you're looking for a reason to vote for somebody, yeah, like yeah. that, that's that's a pretty compelling. Whatever you think about Trump um, yeah. and all the noise that that goes along with it, uh, it's a pretty compelling reason to vote for somebody. I I just haven't heard a, from so far. Again, it's still you know yeah still you know late September here. Anybody on the Republican side who's given me a, a, a more compelling reason than that to vote for them. So that's, I think, what I'm sort of hoping for maybe tonight, whether it's holding out hope for DeSantis a little bit. Seems like there's some you know disarray in his campaign. Seems like he struggled with some messaging. It seems like he's tried to be he's tried to out Trump Trump, but you can't out Trump uh, the master. Um, so, you know, we'll see what kind of happens tonight. But I I don't know how much of an impact it will make on on people in regard tonight. Well, it's just people people don't like Trump. They don't care about the policies of Biden or, or the Democrats or whatever. And they just, you know, they're going to vote on their feelings and then we got to pay more money. It's, I just wish somebody could come in the middle there. You know, in the old days, you know, you'd have a split ticket. Uh, but these these days, politics is an identity. I mean, I'm not a. I'm conservative, but it's not like, you know, I'm going to draw a line in the sand and, you know, I, I'm more than about biden sucks it's just a shame that that social media really screwed that all up didn't it well i think you're the 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 dems have definitely capitalized on the emotion aspect of things i think they do do a great job commoditizing and in social media to play to people's emotions on issues um, we we've seen that certainly uh, throughout, I think, the, the 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 decades. But I mean, certainly now since the late 2000s and 2010s, when social media and Twitter and those things have become more of a way of um, distributing information. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm talking about more the Republican. And I think once we get to control um, uh, election at that point, yeah, then it's just going to become kind of a race to the bottom in some respects, you know, because I think. I don't think anybody on the Democratic side really thinks that, that that Biden is the right choice. Just again, I I have a friend who actually the White House correspondent, Pete. He worked yeah. at Catholic News Channel. Uh, now they have a different bent on things. They they don't get into sort of the 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 daily currency of whatever the yeah, 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 headline yeah. is yeah. of the day. Um, it's 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 worse up close than what you think. I'm talking about about, about the frailty of Biden. And the slip ups and the things that he does and he says and and he, him not being able to walk without support of a Secret Service agent. Um, you know, this is somebody where the health 
is a significant I that to me as much as anything regardless of the policies this is somebody yeah, who simply yeah. I don't think will be able to hold up health wise now of course we've seen that that doesn't seem to impact the Democrats because they have a, a senator in Pennsylvania who dresses like you know Rocky Balboa uh right <laughs> in, in John Fetterman uh who also can't string a couple sentences together for you know for different reasons so I I yeah, I mean, Pete, I'm I, I'm I'm pessimistic uh, all right. about all of it. Um, all right. and, uh, but I'm 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 optimistic in our country. I always am. I'm an optimist yeah. in that sense that that I think we will. Um, um, at the end of the day, I think we will, will you know, work through this and figure something yeah. out. So, but that's that's my well, thoughts on it. Well, it's this isn't a unique thing. Unfortunately, you need something really bad to happen, like Pearl Harbor, 9-11, for everybody to come together and, you know, unite. And now it's a bunch of, you know, finger pointing, you know. Now I've become the Trump of Lake Forest, which is hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that sort of are you are you the 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 MAGA of, you know, Market Square? Yeah, the mag of John, that is pretty, that might stick. That might stick. My my point is open mind, you know, think for yourself. Don't let the headlines, you know, dictate how you're going to think. Look at this stuff. And it's more about the federal election. Pay more attention to the local election, like the school board deal, which is costing us a thousand bucks a pop, you know, and the, the, the turnout for the mayor, the turnout for that referendum. Uh, Republicans need to get as organized as the Democrats because the Democrats are organized because their jobs are are on the line for patronage, blah, 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 blah. But we, we can talk about more of that on another day, John. Yeah, how no, about then? Well, how, no, I think, Pete, Pete yeah. one, one quick uh, comeback to what you said there. I agree with you 100% on, on the down ballot issue. There's so much focus on what's happening at the presidential level and, and the federal level, but if you really want to make an impact, then you're right. Do it in your own backyard. Who's running for representative, for state representative, for local school boards? That's where really things get done. And we know in this um, why things are so a why it's a one party rule state, which is why it's much more of a authoritarian straight state than yeah. than 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 I mean California, you know, New York, New Jersey, more blue. That is the reason is is because the Democrats are much more organized. They know how to play more towards their base. And there is a lethargy, I think, in the electorate in this particular yeah. state uh, that impacts things. And that's why you have what you have, regardless of what you think about the politics of it. it yeah. th- there should not be this much authoritarianism in one state or in one wherever you live in this state. Uh, I'm talking about the state of Illinois, whatever county you live in, whatever district you live in. Um, uh, there, there, there needs to be more voices heard, but this is where we are. So get involved, get out and vote. If not, yeah. then get out. You shouldn't, yeah. you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be a, to, a, 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 a come to Missouri, Lake of the Ozarks. The yeah, there you go. Right. something. Is, 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 is Jason Bateman uh, driving a, a, a Chris Craft right there behind it, you there? Uh, uh, you know. there, there? There's a lot of billboards. There sure are. <laughs> I tried to get off politics, John, but one more thing. Locally, uh, like, like Joseph Reno, talk about a polarizing figure. You know, he's never done nothing wrong to me other than give me bad information that I called him out on. But, uh, he went, he, he went over the Democratic side. Do you think that's a new strategy where everybody just go on the Democratic side and uh, 
go at it. I, I don't get it. Yeah, in in this state, it's the only yeah you can really get anything done. I mean, right? I mean, I don't know how it, is there is a GOP party in the state of Illinois. I know they they have an office somewhere and they have a Twitter handle and I guess they have a mailing address. Um, yeah. I don't know the specifics of the situation with with you know with with Joe or what you're or what you're talking about, but I think that's the the crossing over. I guess he can still have certain values in certain ways that you know he he believes in terms of worldview, but in terms of actually getting things done, I think you you that that's a yeah. that, that's a wise move in terms of uh, from a legislative perspective. Sure, that's what you know. People are calling him crazy and. Look, he, he makes a lot of statements and he gets headlines. It's it's good marketing. He's a good looking guy. You know, he should be a Democrat. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see what happens, John. Okay. You talked me off the ledge last week about the scouts. Uh, I said uh, two weeks ago they're going to win one more game. I thought it was going to be the Zion game, but then they beat Libertyville. And it didn't, it looked iffy there on the Zion game, John. What 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 was going on? with that game homecoming you know i think there are there are certain teams uh you know pete that always are thorns in the side of other teams right you can point to professional examples of this certainly the bears i mean the, the packers have, have, have owned them you know since the brett Favre uh started yeah. over 30 years ago um, you can point to these things in other sports. Zion is is sort of that you know that thorn for the scouts, and they have been for a long time. They play a very kind of unique pressure style, um, and they're kind of a big play team. The scouts play a lot of man coverage and in, in defense, so they're susceptible to sort of big plays. And you don't you don't practice against that because most teams don't play it. So most teams kind of run the same stuff now, whether it be college. NFL high school and and so if you're if you're an offense going against your defense and practice well that's typically what you're going to see in the opponent so teams that, that are completely different and that's the case with Zion they just play kind of a funky system and I think the scouts always kind of struggle with them for whatever reason and I think there's yeah. also a bit of a homecoming um you know Pete I've just seen it happen so many times over yeah, all the well, I mean, you know, literally <laughs> in some cases, right, Pete? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but certainly um, e emotionally, because there's just so much going on now. I mean, with all the pomp and circumstance, all the all the events during the week, uh, I think it's great for the community. It's great for community support. I don't think yep. it always translates great to to football on the field. Um, the kids were also dealing with a little bit of an issue uh, during the week where there was a. a a former Lake Forest uh, swimmer who actually died of some injuries he suffered over the summer. I think uh, he, he was a lifeguard and he had an accident and then succumbed to those injuries, I think uh, a couple of weeks ago. And he, he has some, a brother wow. who played for the football team does not now, but at one point yeah, okay. played. And so I think that, and you, and you throw all, all of that into it. And I think a bunch of them went to the kid's funeral the next day. Um, so yeah, at the end of the day, you're dealing 16, 17, 18 year olds, you know, right, Pete. So if you can find yeah, okay. a, some kind of, uh, you know, you know, some elixir that can help you predict their emotions, then you and I are, would, would make yeah. a lot of money, but Look, you know, we can't do that. That's why you and I are talking, John. I don't know. I know what I don't know. Okay. I have my opinions, but I, I also know when I, when I'm wrong and I, I need help. So the rest of the season, so they're pretty much in the playoffs, right? What's the next game? 
Yeah, so they're they have, as you and I are talking about this uh, or having this this conversation. They're heading into week six, so uh, they play Zion on. Um, I guess that's uh, dates in my head. September 29th, uh, yeah. at Varsity Field. So that will be the sixth game. The Scouts are four and one, so uh, they are one win away from being able to qualify. The Illinois High School Association. The rules are that if you get to six wins, automatically you're in. Uh, if you get to five, you have to qualify based on a kind of a, a record based on on opponents' points, meaning the record of the combined opponents. Um, typically, because the scouts are in a very good conference, the North Suburban Conference, they always qualify at five and four. Uh, so I think with one more win, whether that be Friday night or that comes at some point here, the next four games, they, they will make the playoffs. I'm predicting that now, Pete, on your podcast, very boldly. Yes, the scouts are back in the postseason this year. Um, and, uh, I think they will, I, I, I think they're going to beat Stevenson on, on, on Friday. And I, and I think they're going to get to really to, to, you know, five wins after Friday. Yes, I do. Talk, talk to me about Stevenson because their population is greater than 1400. So that you would think they would have more of a, a crop, right? Yeah. Well, certainly the, I mean, there's, there's more zip codes. I mean, I, I mean, I think that, I think that, I think you can have a Lake Forest zip code and actually go to Stevenson. Uh, if, if you're, if you're on the West side of yeah. Lake Forest, kind of off of Everett there near, yeah, yeah, near yeah. Daniel Webb, near Daniel Webster uh, middle school. Um, yeah. I mean, Stevenson is a historically a really good program. They won a state championship in 2014. They've been to a state championship in, in, in previous years. Um, I think they are a, a team that that kind of struggled over the course of a few years, meaning they I think they had something like 30 or something consecutive playoff appearances. And then they went three or four years without making the playoffs back in kind of 2017, 2018, 2019, kind of struggled a little bit. And I think part of that was just they, they had a, a bunch of coaching changes. Um, yeah. you know, a, a bunch of transitions and it's a, and it's just a different mix of population there. You know, Pete Stevenson has students that come from different backgrounds and, and, you know, different demographics. And, um, and I think that it's been, we're, I think it's been challenged for them to get participation numbers, believe it or not, and to build up their youth program enough to where they're getting 80, 90 to hundred kids in that program, because football, if you don't have participation, it all trickles down in terms of success on the field. So they went through a bit of a transition there. I think they're back now a little bit more uh, with participation numbers. But uh, yeah, it's a school that has what four thousand kids, forty five hundred compared to Lake Forest fourteen. Yeah. Um, so uh, and and but 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 they but Stevenson I think won something like twelve consecutive times against Lake Forest up until about 27, 2018. Lake Forest won four years in a row. Stevenson got them last year. So always a great rivalry. Uh, be a good atmosphere there uh, on Friday night at Varsity Field. Are there any players that are uh, going to get play on to the next level? You think gets get some college paid for? And the scouts, yeah, you mean you know, for, scholarship play- for Lake Forest, you know, get a ride, yeah, 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 get a ride, yeah, get a yeah, get a ride of of you know some capacity, whether that be uh, a Division One assistance, whatever, a Division Three level. Yeah, yeah, no, I think so. I think they've got, you know, the 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 junior class is extremely strong. You know, Pete, you're talking 43, okay. 44, 45, I mean, bodies that are in that 2025 graduating class. And there's a number of them, I think, in that class that can go on to play in college. Um, this particular senior class, there's one, I think people listening to this podcast that will know uh, that his number seven, his name is Tommy Aberly. 
uh, you know, Tommy is a um, somebody who came into came into Lake Forest already kind of a well-known athlete out of St. Mary's. Uh, he was a three sport athlete up until I think this past year. I mean, he played football, basketball, and baseball. I think he dropped baseball this past spring, I mean, last year as a junior. I mean, now he plays football and basketball. Uh, he is a star point guard. Uh, he is highly uh, sought after as a basketball player, about 6'2", about 180 pounds. Uh, football player, he is a starting linebacker. He's their best tackler. He's their captain. He's their leader. This team this team runs on the energy and production of, of Tommy Abril. Um, And whether he played in football or not, Remains to be yeah. seen. He's kind of a tweener, Pete, in terms of his size. Um, but he will go. He'll play college somewhere, whether it be football or or, or basketball. But he's the one who comes to mind. Logan Uline, okay. part of the Uline, you know, yeah. uh, family, right? <laughs> right. That's we a all nice know lineage very, right there. Very, yep, absolutely. His older brother Mac, who's at Northwestern, has a brother Brock, who's also playing in college. And I think Logan is somebody who will play somewhere. He's an offensive lineman, defensive lineman, about six, about six two, about two hundred fifty pounds. Um, so, uh, so that not necessarily a, a Division one guy, but somebody who who could Division three, maybe even like an F FBS kind of player. So those are two guys in the senior class who sort of jump out. Well, God bless them. Their parents are tickled, man. Get that college taken care of, right? You know, keep your health and you know get you know get your education. That's a hell of a deal. On the, on the recruiting side, John, uh, do these high schools, like if the participation rate is down, yet Lake Forest can still be competitive, despite my opinions of the past, um, is there any recruitings or it's just based where you live? You know, do, do some people like get a, a rental house for a period of time? to Because you're talking about the transfer portal. Uh, and that gentleman, I forget, forget his name that came in and made an impact. People are asking me about it. I said, I have no idea who the kid is. John, you know, brought it up. Is that going on in the number two? Uh, give us a little more uh, info on the, the, the portal kid that came in. Yeah. So, uh, you know, transfers are not uncommon in the, you know, public, I mean, the private schools right so mm -hmm. typically when you see transfers you'll you'll have kids that will what i mean is private slash catholic schools right so you think of the traditional catholic league teams in the chicago era let's say loyola right saint rita mount carmel right no matter where um if you follow high school, even follow high school football you know who those programs are at least you've heard of the schools um, so when we talk about transfers, typically those are schools that you that you hear about. Kids maybe go to the local public school, things aren't working out, maybe it's not the best academic situation for them, you know, football-wise. Yeah. So then they transfer to a private school. Um, in the case of this particular athlete for the scouts, and there's two of them that are on the varsity level now. Uh, one his name is um Mari Brown, the other one is Gabe Lewis. Um, and I've been working on a story on this, you know, Pete, for about a week okay. or so, but it's, it's difficult to get information on this. This is, this is, a, this is a challenging uh, thing because um, the, it, 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 the Illinois High School Association doesn't necessarily give you specific documents on these things, right? So it's not like there's like some paper trail of, okay, you know, this particular kid lived in this, in this zip code. And then they transferred to this particular zip code. Uh, I mean, you'd have to FOIA house records and, you know, and add yeah, yeah. those types of things. So, um, so 
what we're talking about and why you're being asked about this is uh, one of the players, uh, Jamari Brown, um, who is a sophomore, my understanding, again, this is all information that I, I, it's been difficult to confirm any of this stuff. Um, Allegedly. I'm good at saying that. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just see how exactly we'll just say everything I'm saying here is with the uh, caveat of, Allegedly. Well, what's yeah. not allegedly is that he did play in the Libertyville game and caught a touchdown pass and was had a remarkable game. So I think the high visibility of that game and how well he played made this become a story, right? Because I had heard guys talk about him all summer. They said, hey, we have these two kids that, that have come in, can't wait till till they can play. But they were but they but they were not eligible for the you know three games of the season. And then they played against Libertyville. My understanding, I did get this confirmed, that they became eligible the day of the game. Now, what does that mean, eligibility? Well, what that means is that the Illinois High School Association, the executive director, a guy named Craig Anderson, who is one who, who rules on these things, he made a decision based on the information that he had that those two players, Jamari Brown and Gabe Lewis, could then play that particular night in that game based on the information that they had. And that information could have been okay. Well, the um, the uh, property records uh, came in, and I can confirm that there is a Lake Forest address by a guardian of some kind, whether that be a parent or right. or a guardian, right? Or secondly, they is enrolled in the school and is taking classes, right? So that would be another um, um, you know, burden of proof that um, that the family would 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 have to show for, for, for or the school would have to for him to become eligible. So now. Since that's happened, uh, Pete, he is now he has not played, so he did not play against Zion, and he's not going to play this week. So what? Um, wait, 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 wait. What what happened now? He could play the one game and couldn't play the other game, and what was the reason? Uh, the only the only information I've gotten, Pete, is internal issues. That's okay. the only thing I've been uh, able to confirm right. from anybody at the high school that there are internal issues that are sort of, be, you know, beyond their control. I, you know, yeah. I, who, whoever, you know, in terms of who's in control of that, um, you know, yeah. that's the administration and that's the family that that's the IHSA. So there's definitely something okay. going on there with it. I'm not necessarily saying is anything, you know, um, you know, uh, untoward about it or anything dishonest yeah. about it. It's just, it's just complicated. And, um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's unfortunate because that player makes a big impact. I mean, I'm talking about, uh, you know, um, Jamari Brown, yeah. uh, incredible athlete, okay. made some great catches in the air. He started at Carmel as a freshman and then he transferred to Lake Forest this year. He's somebody who started a private and switched to public. Um, but it's still kind of murky as to how all that yeah, okay. happened, why okay. he's now not playing. Yep. So somebody's crying foul and they're looking into it. Who knows? Allegedly, who knows, right, John? It's just interesting that all this happened this past week, and then we'll we'll go on this next topic and we'll let you go. What the hell happened at Hallis Hall, man? Justin Fields is a bust. He he's not playing well. He blames the coaches. Then he says, "No, I don't really blame the coaches." The defensive coordinator says, "Peace out," and then the FBI is up there. <laughs> what? And then they're not. Uh, yeah. What's your best guess? Or just dumpster fire or wait till next year or sell a team? Well, I think the latter would be the most popular outcome for Bears yeah. fans. Them selling the team because you can get out of this uh, 
rut the Bears have been in f- since 1985. Um, hey, yeah. as somebody who in my formative years, Pete, uh, as yeah. a middle schooler, my dad was in the military and we were sta- and he was stationed in Virginia. And I became a lifelong Redskins fan uh, in the early 80s because they were great at that time. Now, I know what it's like as a fan to be in purgatory because we had an owner named Dan Snyder uh, who was uh, not only a horrible owner, but a a horrible person. Yes, just an individual and screwed his fellow owners out of out of millions of dollars. So they finally got him to sell the team. So whatever happens this year as a Redskins fan, I'm sorry, they'll always be the Redskins to me. Yeah, uh, yeah. man. Uh, is 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 gravy. It's it's like celebration day every day because Snyder is gone. So as a as a Bears fans, and my friends are Bears fans. That's kind of the way that they feel. But that's not going to happen. The McCaskey family isn't selling the team. I think the the issue that they have is they simply cannot hire the right people. They have too many people. Somebody who covered the team in in the late '90s and 2000s when I when I worked television. It's yeah. they they and of all and of all the, the whether it's George, it's Brian, Michael, whoever's running the team, they they simply are inept at finding either operations people or coaches to run the team. And so they, they either they and, and they're never aligned, it seems like people seem to have yeah. the owner and the GM and the coach all kind of aligned together because um, now you're saddled with a quarterback that the coach didn't draft. Right. And so they might not necessarily think the quarterback is as good as everybody else thinks he is. You have the quarterback calling out the coaching staff, which you you never hear that in the NFL publicly. Um, and then you had the situation, unfortunately, with a defensive coordinator um, who resigned under, um, again, just sort of questionable. No one really knows what sort of happened there, whose son is actually on the Lake Forest team. You know, Pete, his son, uh, Nate Williams, is a junior on the okay. team. Injured right now, but but a really good athlete. So it's I mean you're 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 three games in, and it's kind of wait till next year, Pete. Right? But who's going to be the coach? Are they going to draft a quarterback? It's kind of the same story with them. It's just sort of different, you know, different years. Well, Fields has better uh, numbers that, or um, Field um, Trubisky has better numbers than Fields, which is mind-boggling we ran him out of town lovey smith who i was a huge fan on he's what 10 and 6 and they fired him uh, I, I i don't know if he was the right person it's just you're right it's at the top and it's almost like when the tribune had the cubs you know they didn't really care unless you know the it was the world's largest beer gar- garden you can make money and you make 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 money off of the fans you know who knows but it's uh it, i'm in missouri you know, I was, you know, the, the chiefs and uh, I was an American Legion and they uh, gave out free jello shots for every Casey touchdown. I'm like, <laughs> well, and, and was there any, I'd imagine that was the, was the conversation mostly about, you know, Travis Kelsey's new girlfriend or. Uh, was oh it, yeah. They were all talking about, about that. And uh, I didn't know Travis Kelsey was married before. I didn't know he, uh, he had a couple kids or whatever that, that, that's, you know, that's how deep they go into it. And they, and I, I think for the NFL and whatever it is, it, it's another, cause she, she, she has quite the fanhood. That's another round of people to get to look at the NFL. Cause NFL's turned off a lot of people uh, in the last few years. Cause if you don't have a winning team and then you do all this anti whatever stuff, uh, 
marketing wise that shuts off a lot of you know nfl could have been bud light you know it but you know it, it depends I, on the part par- yeah yeah Pino, i was just gonna say i think i think you are, are are working your way into uh uttering the word woke yeah which we have not uttered in this conversation. Shockingly, you and me haven't 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 mentioned that. And yet, the NFL was heading down that down that road. Yeah. I agree. But the one thing that they have is they still have a great product. You know, yeah. I mean, so that's that's a difference between the NFL. There's still nothing like like Bell. We love our NFL in this country. Yeah. Um. And and I and I think and and when you have a to me, it's a perfect story that the you know Kelsey situation because yeah. he's already become famous with all these commercials he's done in the off season. Yeah. I mean, I think people yeah. knew who he was. If you're a fantasy football player, like I am, yeah. you, you hope you have the top five draft because you can pick Kelsey. I, I, you know, I never have, so I've never been able to get Kelsey the last five years. Yeah. Um, and then you throw in the fact that, you know, obviously Taylor Swift is arguably the most famous pop culture figure we have currently now. And those two are kind of a match made in marketing heaven. Um, I just say, be beware, Travis, because at some point it's going to be a hard breakup. And uh, I'm sure uh, uh, Taylor will be referencing you in a song in a future album. <laughs> that that she covered that somebody else wrote. Whatever. Uh, well, then. There's well, yeah, but, but still, though, I mean, uh, enjoy the ride. If you're Travis Kelsey, yeah, enjoy the yeah. ride. In Missouri. Yeah. Um, so. At least we have college football and Colorado again brought me back into football, even though they got their light, you know, they got wiped out by Oregon, which which we knew was going to happen. And probably USC is going to do even worse uh, to them. But on Saturdays, what Lake Forest players uh, like 99 on Notre Dame that we should be keeping an eye on to, you know, for the scouts that are out there playing right now. What, who should we be watching for on Saturdays? Yeah, you mentioned number 99, who is uh, Riley Mills, a defensive lineman uh, who graduated from the Scouts in 2020. Right. His last year was 2019, so he was yeah. in the 2020 class. Had offers from pretty much every single Power 5 uh, school, including Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, chose Notre Dame. Um, had a pretty good game against uh, Ohio State on Sunday, from what I read. Uh, he's on some on some draft lists, so mm-hmm. he's somebody to certainly watch. Uh, I think he'll, I think he has a year of eligibility left, but he's somebody who certainly I think will graduate from Notre Dame and potentially go on, you know, to the NFL. Um, we mentioned early on this conversation, Mac Uline, who was a linebacker mm-hmm. for Northwestern. I believe you know he was he was thirty seven for the Scouts. I don't know if he's thirty seven or thirty nine for Northwestern, but. You know, you, he's a, a a linebacker who is who is seeing a long time this year for the for for Northwestern. Heck of a comeback for the Wildcats against mm-hmm. Pete on Saturday night. Uh, missed that game because I was too busy watching Notre Dame choke that one away against uh, um, uh, the, uh, the 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 the, the Buckeyes. Did you think they're Do you think they're going to run on that play? Did you think they're going to run on that play? Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah, just didn't okay. think they were. Gonna, I didn't think they were going to run against ten guys. Which Notre Dame yeah. had on the field. I don't know how you screw that one up. But um, <laughs> an, another one to keep a, a a watch out for if you happen to get the SEC Network or you happen to catch a okay. a, a uh, you know Vanderbilt game is a um, Richie Hoskins, who was a 2021 graduate of the Scouts. He played quarterback. Was North North Southern Conference Player of the Year in the spring season of 2021. Uh, Richie's a great story. Uh, you know, went to went to Middlebury, 
uh, played lacrosse and football at Middlebury, then transferred to Vanderbilt, got into the portal, found an opportunity at Vanderbilt. You know, he's on the traveling team. At one point, I think he was up to number two on the depth chart at slot receiver. Not sure how much playing time that he's getting now, um, but he's just a heck of a story. Root for guys like Richie because, you know, he is he, he's earned everything. America, yeah. Um, absolutely. And it's at a great school in, in Vanderbilt. Um, so those are those are three guys I think on okay. Saturdays that there, there, there's a there's a four guys you know I'm sorry a bunch of other guys too uh, that are playing in college but those are probably three most high profile there's a, uh, a you know a offensive lineman um, who's down at Florida you know I'm sorry Nick Flynn is an offensive lineman who was on the 2021 semifinal team I don't think he's playing that much but he's somebody who's earned a spot down there at Florida. Yeah. Uh, you know, Leo Scheidler is at, at Notre Dame. Eddie Scheidler, his brother's also at Notre Dame. Not playing a whole lot, but those are guys that you kind yeah, of root yeah. for and careers you certainly want to track uh, as they progress uh, in their college careers. Proud parents, man. Shout out to them, man. Nice, nice job. Nice oh, job. Yeah. And the last shout out, John, is uh, do you have a player of the game for uh, the scouts last game? The John Kerr player of the game. Do you have one? Yeah, you know, if I had, yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, um, I, if I had to say the, uh, I, I'll give it to a a senior back named Ben Murfeld. Uh, ben is a St. Mary's guy. Um, uh, has again worked his way up into a, uh, I mean, I think you know a a very very valuable member of the team. Somebody's a little bit under the radar because again, you always think of the you know Lake Forest has. Um, a quarterback in Danny Van Camp and a couple of running backs that are also really good. Grant, Barty Hipple, uh, you know, those guys, that, that's kind of the drivers of their offense, uh, you know, from a skill position uh, standpoint. But Murfield is sort of that glue guy, you know, that every team yeah, has yeah. to have. Well-respected, great locker room guy. Somebody who just does the plays. The coaches know the, how valuable he is and you film to really know it. Um, more of an H-back, you know, Great hands, right routes, good blocker. Um, but yeah, he's had had a couple touchdown passes in the Zion game. Um, but he's somebody that I think is a very valuable member of that team, and and somebody that when they're playing well, Murfield has a has a big impact. So uh, I would say number five uh, from St. Mary's, uh, Ben Murfield. Number one in your heart. John Kerr, another <laughs> another great podcast, my friend. We're getting a lot of positive response. Uh, we got we got to keep this uh, ball rolling here. Yeah, you know, I know. I hope that everyone who watches this on the stream can see how resplendent you know Pete is and his uh, American flag, <laughs> you know, short sleeve, you know, Dockers, Dockers looking, or probably Eagle Outfitters, American Eagle Outfitters. No one, no one, Pete. Um, that stuff. He's a, that's yeah, he's not a Lulu guy. Yeah, that's not a Lulu. It's definitely not a Lulu, Lulu. I can tell you that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you and me both. I got this in Orchestra Rack, okay? So, um, but, uh, but yeah, no, man, happy to do it. And, uh, you know, oh, always enough. always like hey. talking, you know, current events, sports, and, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we'll do it again. Well, and, and, and the town likes it. So, you know, we're, we're here to help out, right? Okay. Who are we, who are we rooting for next week, uh, uh, John? Who, who are they playing again? So the scouts are playing Stevenson on Friday. Stevenson as we're recording this. Okay. Or I'll okay. just say, you know, we'll say September, you know, 29th, depending on yeah. you know when people are sort of watching this. And I mean, obviously rooting for the scouts, right? So yeah. for sure. Okay. Okay. Just making sure. We're gonna 
John, I'll give you an early cut of this. Uh, what's nice doing shows with you is there's not much to edit, man. <laughs> <laughs> now, on your well, end, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, again, I just try to be efficient, try to try, yeah, you know, yeah. try to become, you know, come in under, under budget. Right. You know, that's that that's the lessons I were taught. Right. So, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, so anything I can do to kind of help you out and uh, always enjoy, always enjoy chatting with you. Help us out. And then if somebody wants a subscription to your content, John, where are we sending them? And we'll go. Yes, they can find me a couple different places. You can go to uh, my, I, I've got two, two newsletters. One is if you want to read, you know, Scouts football content, you can go to scoutsfootball.substack.com or just Google Scouts football Substack. Uh, Substack is just a you know, newsletter platform. Uh, you can just, you know, it's free. Just, you know, type in email address. We'll get you on the list. If you want to read more of some of the stuff that we were talking about earlier with Pete, you know, more kind right. of political commentary, more that type of stuff, you know, current events, you can go to my newsletter, which is just the Kerr report is what it's called. You can go to Kerr.substack.com. It's also free. Type in your email address, get on the list. Uh, and uh, you can read uh, that, that particular publication. So, uh, but yeah, check it out again. It's all free. Uh, and everything, everything is sent to your email box. John Kerr, another great show, man. I'm, I'm hitting the road soon, getting back to Lake Forest. I have to give up God's country. <laughs> Look out, Lake Forest. Here I come. <laughs> Safe driving back. And uh, I would expect you to have, uh, I, I want you to be decked out in, in, in some sort of MAGA gear when you pull oh, in. I'm going to. Well, they do have a Trump store here, and I will count the Trump flag, says from the overpasses. Uh, as we we go along john take care i'll send you a copy of this appreciate it pete always great talking to you, All right, bye bye. you got looking for the best pool supplies look no further than doheny's pool supplies with a history dating back to 1967 this family-owned business offers everything families need to keep their pools clean and sparkling from chemicals to equipment plus customers enjoy free shipping on all orders visit doheny's pool supplies today at doheny.com d-o-h-e-n-y.com to learn more Forest Bluff Real Estate Team serves Illinois, Wisconsin, Lake Forest, and Lake Bluff. John Josephitis, Laura Lee Van Fleet, and of course, Michelle Parnell. Get a free market analysis now at forestbluffrealestate.com. For the best cannabis in the world, look no further than Iliad Epic Grow. Owned by Lake Bluff's own Rich Ruzich, they are a cannabis cultivation center focusing on hard-to-find small-batch products that will delight both the occasional user and Gangier. When visiting Michigan, ask for it by name, Epic Products, Exceptional Process. For more information, email info at iliadgrow.com. Havy Communications has been helping first responders arrive safely since 1983. It's owned by Lake Forest own Mike Havy. Check them out at havycommunications.com. Are you looking for beer, wings, and swings in Lake Forest? Well, check out Duffer's Pub and their state-of-the-art golf simulators. This primo setup is the perfect place for your next corporate event. Yes, let your boss win. And of course, all the games will be on the TV and you'll never go hungry because the za and wings are scrumptious. Go to Duffer's Pub on Western Avenue now. We'd also like to say we're thankful for our Patreon supporters. Otto, John C., Helen, and Herrick. 